This is an Area Code podcast. You're listening to The Table of Malcontents, where Aaron Armstrong and Dave Schrader talk about the books they love and a few they really don't to help you be a better reader. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to today's episode of Table of Malcontents. I'm Aaron, and with me, as always, is Dave. Dave, how are you? Uh, I'm confused. That's my way to lead into this is that podcast. Is about something specific, or is that new, or... Uh, is I'm that a state of being? A, what is that? I'm generally a confused person. Um, I really don't know what I'm doing most of the time. Um, I'm, not, I'm not a complete smoke and mirrors guy. I just, you know, there's that great scene in uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, even though I'm not Indiana Jones. it's I, I'm making this up as I go, right? Mm-hmm. That's his comment. That That's that's kind of where I am in life. I, I wish I could look a little bit further into the future, but I, I can't. So here I am. I'm just here today. That's it. Oh, well, that's all right. That's all right. We're all here, just here every day. And, and you know, I'm excited because I've seen you using Indiana Jones memes this week. I'm not going to get into why, because there's weird things that are happening in the world. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's strange, dude. Strange. I don't like it. Melting faces? Is that what you're going with? What there's you... there there's some face melting that might have to happen at some point. Okay. But um, that's only if we find the Ark of the Covenant. And I don't know if that's happening. Is that in a bunker in Area 51? Um, well, it's still in a warehouse, right? Somewhere outside of Washington, D.C., according to the lore of uh, George Lucas. That's true. Under the Maybe under the Smithsonian. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Deep under... There's definitely a Nicolas Cage follow-up to this story. It's absolutely that. That's actually the plot of of um, of that one is, okay. of his third one. That's good. I He's like got to find the Ark of the Covenant. Man, open it up. <laughs> I'm about to say something. <laughs> Can't. <laughs> you guys got to filter me. All right. This is this is not good. Well, today. well, that's okay. See, I'm just egging you on because we have a special guest today because we are doing comic book club today. Yay. Finally. And <laughs> longtime listener. First time caller? First time caller? Yeah. No. Sixth time Zoomer? <laughs> yes. Sixth time Zoomer. That's right. That's right. Uh, Deb Wampler is joining Hello. us. Hello. I am. Good to Welcome see y'all. to the nice show. To meet you in real life virtually. Yes. yes. That works. This is how it is. This yep. is how it goes. This is the new world. That's Maybe. true. People don't people don't meet people in reality anymore. We all just no. talk to each other on screens. Yeah. It's God intended, right? <sighs> this is definitely not heaven. I mean, <laughs> no. not y'all personally, but but yeah. That's yeah. true. This podcast is definitely not. This is this is a sign of the fall. <laughs> Well, I don't know, but this book. No, just joking. Oh. All right. Yeah. So this, this comic book. Yeah. Just joking. Graphic That's novel. Right. That's right. Okay. Graphic novel. All right. So first question: Can can we discuss spoilers? Or are we just talking about graphic novel experience in general? Well, we can do a little like, bit of both, but okay. let's just do some. Let's just in remind general. remind everyone who is not you what happened recently. <laughs> um. Okay. Okay. So. <laughs> As we all, as as at least the three of us know, a few a few weeks ago, I challenged Dave to read a graphic novel, 
And I originally challenged one of our former co-hosts as well, and then she quit because of it. So, uh, and that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> this this is the episode that she feared the most. Scarlett, <laughs> we know you're not listening, but <laughs> you need to know that uh, we're delivering here, okay? But that's right. This is going to be quality, away. quality radio yeah. here. So I'm, we I'm finally settled this, on one, though. Yeah, we're, I'm going to say this too. For years, you've talked about graphic novels, years in this podcast. Mm -hmm. I have never once been tempted to say, yeah, you know, I'll try one out one time. Never. It's when you start, I'm, I'm good with the challenge. I will respond to that. And that's why I'm here today. <laughs> Otherwise, if you just said, Dave, you really should consider reading this, that would not be enough. Now it's okay. There's, there's a little more purpose to this. It mm -hmm. gives me the opportunity for my inner Barnabas to come out. Oh, and good. And, and maybe rip this to shreds. Maybe. I'm not maybe. saying I will. I'm just saying uh, wow. I will consider it. So, yeah. Wow. Okay. So that, that gives me a, a hint of where we're going today, possibly. Maybe. So for our comic book club reading challenge this time around, we decided to go with Undiscovered Country by Scott Snyder, Charles Soule, uh, Giuseppe Cam uh, Coley, sure. <laughs> and many others involved as well. <laughs> Real so. quick, I have a I have a quick question. Sorry, to yes, sir. So, who is Crank, or is Crank just the font? I don't understand what's going on. That here. is the uh, that is a comp That's the font foundry and company that that did all of that. Why do you need a font foundry company there are specific there are companies that specifically work on um on doing all the lettering on all the all the lettering and typesetting on on comic books really they, I mean, really i, okay. I made the comment to my husband like wait the, they legit use comic sans now because fonts is his thing and he's like well there's a whole family and, da, da, da. and i'm like oh yeah and they're good fonts they're not comic sans yeah i'm seeing that as i actually see that look at that yep. Yeah, um, one of the most one of the most well known within that niche of people that most people listening to this would not know about is uh, is one called Comicraft, and um, they were one of the first digital font foundries for comics. So that's just my random nerdiness. So there you go. Really complicated <laughs> compared to just like a book, the <laughs> you know, like I Deb, I'm right there with you. I I just uh, I. Uh... I I, uh, I look at this and think, okay, I can like play with a little thought bubble on like Google presentation or something and I can come up with this. Like, so am I crank then? What's going on? You're a crank. That's different. Okay. Fair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so they will take, I know, sorry, we're like jumping right in. They will. No, it's fine. This is what we do. So they'll take an image. Sorry, listeners, you can't see. They'll just take an image and they'll say, let's put the thought bubble here or let's move it up a little bit. It's like, is that what they do after they actually like craft that line? Um, there's a couple of things that happen um, and everyone's process is a little different. So yeah. um, very often what happens is, is that as the artists are laying out, uh, laying out the book, they will do, uh, they will, um, and the writers will work on this too. The writers will sometimes say, around here is where I want it. If they're, if they're hyper um, OCD about placement and stuff like that. Um, 
So like around this section in this picture, I am not going to draw anything detailed. Yeah, it's keep it keep some space here. Um, but for the for the artists, very often they'll be mapping out approximately where um, where captions and word balloons and things like that should go in, um, as well as um, various forms of onomatopoeia. Um, so, which is if pow wham. That's right. Sound effects in written form, Dave. You looked. I could see that you were very confused there. I know. I didn't know what was going on. Dave, my seven-year-old knows onomatopoeia. There you Thanks. go. <laughs> yeah, it makes me feel awesome. I'm yeah. so proud of myself now that my seven-year-old well, taught me. That's great. That's great. So speaking of and I speaking mean, of onomatopoeia, um, in comic books, uh, there was a Batman miniseries that Kevin Smith of Clerks and Mallrats fame wrote many years ago, where he introduced a villain of that same name. The villain's name is Onomatopoeia? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) All right, then. It's about as inappropriate as you would expect. But, um... (laughs) Okay, okay. So, anyway, they will work out approximately where things will go as as they're figuring out how the how a page should be laid out so that they know... So, basically, because what their job is to do is to visually guide you through the story. Right. And that's okay. true in every, and that's true with every every yeah. um, illustrator in every type of comic and graphic novel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now this one is a little bit. This one is this one was interesting. So the premise of Undiscovered Country, of course, is this is a a rather dystopian sci-fi series that we have introduced ourselves to. Um, that also known we, as Twenty Twenty Two. <laughs> yes. Yes. Sounds about right. Uh, writ, uh, but released pre-pandemic, but dealing with a pandemic. Yeah, that was first like page or two was pretty wild. It's like, wait a minute. Yep. Quarantine. Yep. There's a quarantine with a for a pandemic. America's walled itself off from the rest of the world. Um, you know, we're seeing we're seeing the alternate future of uh, of where things things were going so uh so and so america's been out of touch in time for the the rest of the world about 30 years but as we read in the book it's significantly longer in america yeah i got really confused on that Mm -hmm. because there was the 30 year but like the back of the book says something about a century yes it's like wait a minute yep Internally in the United States, something happens apparently that creates time that causes time to run at a different speed in America than than the rest of the world, which maybe is a statement on our work habits. I don't know. Not mine, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Zoom girl. Uh, it. See, I thought I was thinking it was the other direction. Honest, I was getting confused. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I apologize if there's a spoiler oh. and shouldn't be, but there's a character in here who at one point on Twitter, Aaron, I asked you if this was about zombies because mm-hmm. visually looking at the character, he does not look very pleasant. Mm-hmm. So I thought maybe he was a zombie or something. So I thought yep. maybe people are aging at different rates of speed. I don't know. Yeah, And no zombies in this. Yeah. So. No zombies. No zombies. Cause it- yeah, I was, I'm, I'm very anti-zombie. I have uh I am too. Strong distaste for such things. Have you read the, like, I assume the second half of this? 
Um, the second okay. half. That's more is... to like a graphic novel structure question. Yeah. This is like six issues combined and listed as chapters. Yes. Correct. So the other six issues. So the second six actually there? releases on April first. Oh, I've. I didn't necessarily love this, but I have pre-ordered volume two. Oh, there you go. So then does it end? I don't uh, want to have to keep... I don't know. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't like cliffhangers. Okay. Well, back up here. Sorry. I'm back, I'm back up. <laughs> there, currently, there are six issues. This is volume one. There are five more that there are There's six more, yeah. At least. At least. Okay. And then there's going to be another set coming. Volume two is the second set of six. Got it. Thank you. Okay. Yes. All right. All right. There's a lot. There's a lot of work put into this. I'll give respect there. This seems like a lot of work. This is. I, I've never questioned the amount of that goes into. It. It's more. I don't know. Well, so here's my next question. All right. Okay. So Zach Snyder, right? Whatever no, Scott name. Snyder. Scott Snyder. Other, Not other related Snyder. to Zach. Other Snyder. Sorry. Um, so does he start with? Uh, writing this out like a script would do, like a screenplay for a movie? Is that kind of how it goes? And he like details images he'd like to see? Yeah. Well, every, um, I don't know about his exact process. Um, he also is co-writing it with another, with another writer, Charles Soule. So, okay. and so that adds a different complication. So it's who's actually, which one of the two is actually doing the script writing is, is a question right there. Okay. Um, because, when there's a co-writing thing that's happening, uh, there are multiple scenarios at play. Um, okay. One one option is that one of them is that they're collaborating on script, and one or the other is, or plot, and one or the other is uh, taking the script from the plot. The other is is that they're switching back and forth on on which one is writing which issue. And which or which chapter of the book in this case, um, and uh, and then there's everything in between. Uh, but style wise, um, it can run the gamut in terms of what you would actually get in terms of what you would give to an artist and to an editor to to start with the approval process. Um, most people today do uh, what is essentially what it, what would be called a full script format, which essentially is what you would give what you would work with to direct a movie. Mm. Um, and so it mm -hmm. details out, um, details out everything in terms of this is, this is what you would see in this panel on this page. Mm -hmm. um, it would, it would, it would with words describe all of the actions that you would expect to see and the emotional reactions as well. Um, some, if you think about, um, uh, old Marvel comics from the '60s, when Stan Lee was writing things and not just being, you know, a pitch man, um, which was really his true calling. He was a hype man, mm. par excellence. <laughs> um, okay. He um, he would write a plot and hand it off to the artist and basically say, "Do what you want," and then he would write the dialogue after. Hmm. Okay. Which is very different. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. So. All right. So how many like prominent comic companies are out there? So this one is by Image Comics Incorporated. Yes. So like how many and Robert Kirkman's involved, right? Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. 
uh, of Walking Dead, right? Uh, mm -hmm. so, I mean, I know him because of that. But uh, so, yeah, tell me more. Like, how how many? I mean, we know DC, Marvel, yes. But, yeah. Like, how many more are out there? So there are a lot, um, and of varying different sizes and different niches. Um, so, yeah. for example, there's um, so Image is uh, is really more of a an umbrella for distribution um and pro and marketing than it is anything else um essentially they're all their work is all creator own creator own books and projects um that have minimal minimal oversight and restrictions so you can kind of do whatever you want it's like yeah. an indie film and then you find a distributor after the fact pretty much yeah um there's uh there's a few up and that would be considered more up and comers that that are uh, relatively speaking, up and comers um, like um, Boom Studios is is one of them. They actually do a lot of licensed stuff right now. Um, so they do Power Ranger comics, for example. They've got the Buffy the Vampire Slayer license, and they do a bunch of other stuff that that isn't part that that isn't licensed as well. That's actually pretty good right. too. Um, IDW is another one that. They do a mix of licensed work for different for different properties, including actually licenses for Marvel comics for their all ages stuff. Um, and they do, uh, but they also do high end um, reprints and like archival editions and stuff like that of different mm -hmm. works. So basically, stuff for like uber nerds. <laughs> Uh, then there's uh, then there's Dark Horse, which um, predates Image. It was a um, uh, it was again it was one of those places for creative freedom type of thing, um, people to do kind of what they wanted to do. They did a lot of licensed stuff as well. Like through the '90s and early 2000s, they held the uh, the Star Wars license, for example. So they had a lot of money come in from Star Wars. Um, uh, those are a few of them. There's uh, Oni Press, which does niche um, niche indie books. Uh, there is First Second as well, um, which does a mix of different kinds of things. Does a lot of um, all ages fantasy type books and stuff like that. So, okay, you guys are letting me go super hmm. nerd right now, and I love it. No, I. <laughs> It's interesting really, to learn new things. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, Deb, did you know? I brought you, these. These are like what I'm familiar with. These are the, <laughs> the comic books I grew up with. Sad Sack, Sarge, Sad Sack. and Richie Rich. Yeah, and I got a couple of Archie. Mm -hmm. And then the oh yeah, and in Archie the Christian world bought out Archie, I assume, or they just ripped it off. I don't know. These are like Archie's parables. So it's like Christian comics with the Archie characters. Are you familiar with those? Weird. When I was a kid, I would get them at the Christian bookstore. So that's, that was There was, was my no Christian of... bookstore in my life when I was a kid because I oh, wasn't a Christian. Uh, so Well, there you go. I mean, <laughs> now it's just like, they're weird. Like, anyway. Yeah. But I pulled these out when y'all started talking about graphic novels, and my boys were just like, oh, what are mm -hmm. these? But they're the, you know, they're old school. They're the newspaper. Mm -hmm. They're about yeah. to fall apart because they're 40 years old. Mm -hmm. So that, I didn't know what to expect. This was so shiny and smooth. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I guess I didn't think about it being like, even just visually and like texture, it's like a magazine almost. Yeah. Whereas I pictured, 
you know, I did a lot of kids' books with drawings. So, okay, that's, you know, a kid's book has regular paper with ink drawings or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I didn't know what I expected because I knew it was going to be a newspaper, but mm -hmm. I didn't expect this. Yeah. So yeah. It is pretty. So have, have they, uh, these publishers explored doing hardcover versions or has it mainly stayed this format? This is all. Uh, it's a mix. It's a mix. It's a mix. Yeah. So it, it really depends on, I mean, just like in traditional publishing, um, um, it really kind of depends on they, what they think is going to, is going to make them the most bank. So <laughs> if, if they think that there's an audience that wants to buy a hardcover, they're absolutely going to buy a hard, they're going to put it out in hardcover. Um, on my shelf up there, um, they're, they're a little bit hard to see for you guys, but there are several hardcovers that are up there. Yeah. I was just thinking, I uh, I can't find it. I recently got my husband a comic book version of a bunch of Pixar movies because ah. he likes Pixar. But mm -hmm. I was gonna—I don't know where it went. So that's a hard, hardback. I think oh, I mm -hmm. don't know. That was last Christmas. I don't remember. Do they do them in like it says issues? So these do yes. these literally come out as separates and then they compile them, or do they ever just go straight to compilation? Um, it again depends on what uh, what the publisher wants to do and what the individuals working on it are, are aiming to do. So this, so undiscovered country was released in uh, 12, so far 12 single issues. Um, so we could go somehow seek out the other issues if we wanted. Yes. Not if you the volume. If you didn't want to wait until April for it to come in, to come in, you could go to a comic book store. I generally don't recommend that for yeah, a lot of people. A little bit sketch. Some are. Hot... <laughs> right. I assume. I don't know. I've never been. <laughs> have All depends on the store. There are some really good ones that are out there that are that do a great job, that run their places professionally. Yeah. And then there's some that it's like they actively avoid uh, having customers come in yeah. um, as much as they, pos they possibly can. It's like the uh, record shop in High Fidelity, Dave. I get it. No, I mean... <laughs> Listen, I, I know I've uh, had a lot of fun making fun of the genre or whatever we call medium. this. Medium. Medium? Is medium. That what it, it's not a, medium. a genre. Not a genre is what? What's I've genre being reading? Yeah, what, books? No. It, it is. I have made that mistake <laughs> of language so many times, and Aaron, it corrects me every time. Uh, and I'll keep yeah, doing it. Uh, no, I, I have deep respect for it. It's just funny. I've just always wondered, well, I just have never been really exposed to it other than mm -hmm. the nom. <laughs> yep um, which is a vietnam <laughs> yes it is you know graphic novel that's because i was really into vietnam stuff as a kid you know <laughs> then, then i watched See, i know i read that and then i watched platoon then i'm like i'm good i don't need to go in the army i'm fine mom you don't need to worry anymore i'm good all right did you start talking about your time in nam when you were eight that that's pretty much it. 1986 uh, platoon coming out and me getting an issue of the nom and my mom looking at me with like the most scared face. So yeah, you know, this is how it goes. So genres vary though, just like they would in other yeah. literature. Like there's okay. fantasy or whatever. I yeah. I've always assumed most comic book. I feel like it's a weird like if this mm -hmm. is a graphic novel, it's made up of six comic books. Mm -hmm. Is that 
that one is made up of six comics. And okay. so there's... I guess, but not all of them are. Correct. And I tend to think like either dystopian or superhero yeah. are your main genres, fantasy. I mean, it's so all over the place. Like there's, yeah. there's, uh, there's romantic comedy. There's, um, yes. There's historic, there's like, there's biography. Historical there's, fiction. There is historical <laughs> like, fiction even. I mean, I guess, well, apparently there's not. Yep. There's you, crime. There's like crime and mystery. There's the, yeah, everything. Maybe do that. Mystery. Hmm. Everything. That's surprising. How do you know all, like, how do you... I can see somebody going down like, oh, I like superheroes and I was a kid and I read these mm-hmm. and now I've grown up with them and they're more advanced, more mature content, all that. But then you seem to have a knowledge of like this random one that's not superhero. I would have no idea it existed. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is there one called Watchmen? Yes. Okay. Which yeah. I always get mixed up with the sequel to Kill a Mockingbird because it has a similar watch something in there, right? Yeah. I get them mixed up. I know oh, they're separate. Go set a Watchmen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, but there's right. a graphic novel yeah. about the Watchmen. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, non sequitur. But wow. if somebody's following that, like, how do you then discover all these other genres, like, that are within the medium? Am I getting these words right? Mm-hmm. Of graphic novels. Yes. Yeah. I mean, okay. some of it just comes down to um, curiosity. So it's just like with every other <laughs> with every other kind of book that's out there. You just start exploring, and you, if you have a personality that is inclined to toward that, um, you just start looking, and you start seeing what else is out there. Um, having people who who can also recommend things is really helpful too. So, yeah, because hmm. I mean, you know, for a for like like most people who are who are into comics and graphic novels. Um, a huge part of my diet of those historically has been superhero stuff. Mm. And even within even within superhero stuff, you can have different genres or subgenres. So you can tell mysteries with superheroes. You can tell crime stories in in that same way. It is possible mm. and to do it well. Mm. Um, it's probably also very possible to do it not well. Yeah. Oh yes. Oh yes. There's a lot of not good, yeah. but but so there's a lot of really good. great. Like, um, Watchmen, for example, is um, really more is an alternate history deconstructionist take on, um, really more on the Thatcher government than it is mm. anything else. Mm. Um. V for Vendetta is another similar one like that, too. I saw the movie. I didn't mm-hmm. know it was a okay. graphic novel. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's go over another basic of like how okay. this whole thing works. See, sure. We, I'm well established I'm an idiot, but this is the one thing I told Aaron. I think I texted you. I'm like, I don't know how to read this thing. Like, right. <laughs> oh, I was right there with you. That was so confusing. I, do I go left or do I go left to right? Do I go top to bottom? Left when the picture right. goes all the way across, like left to right, left to right. But on that's how right. it works on this page. Yes. Then the that, next page. Yes. Keep it the same, please. They don't. Yeah. I, I just mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm not very bright again, and so 
it's not really suitable for someone like me who's not very bright. So I'm just, that's my complaint. Hey, All right. I understand. Dave, so, speak for yourself. I consider myself bright and I still had trouble with it. So, yeah, and, I, and, I, and that's fine. I mean, it's, it's a different, it, it, like I had said, it is a visual language and it takes time to become fluent in it. Nice. Now, here's where I will say, hey, you know what I probably should have, have done in my looking for non-superhero ones is I should have gone for, I should have started looking back in seeing, okay, what are some that have a little bit more of a very standard, safe kind of layout in terms of... Um, whether it's a six six uh, six panel grid that they work from or a nine panel, um, mm. that kind of thing. That basically how the panel. So what that means. Like this yeah, everywhere. So this one is actually all of it is built on a six panel, mm-hmm. or eight panel rather. I was gonna say I can count. That's not six. <laughs> no, that's eight. Eight. But uh, but for the most part, it is built on it is built on an eight panel grid. Um, hmm. at least throughout specific issues, and sometimes they sometimes they deviate from that. But, um, but even then, you can you can still you can still kind of figure it out. I can't figure it out. So uh, that's 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 it. Okay, so this is what we call the curse of knowledge uh, from Chip and Dan Heath. <laughs> okay, all right. So so all right. So here, here's what I found myself doing, and, mm-hmm. and Deb, I want to know about you too. I wasn't looking at the imagery as much as I thought I would. I was more trying to read the words to follow the story. And I know you need to kind of do both. I had a really tough time going back and forth. That could just be because I'm new to it. I bet I would get used to like, you need to pause, slow down, look at like read and look at the image and then go to the next square or whatever it is. Yeah, I I really struggle with that too. I mean, I, I thought about having to go back and start at the beginning again. Mm-hmm. I'll probably do that mm-hmm. before the next volume because I'm sure I missed a ton. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because this you're, it's so built into the brain of like, it's a book, read the words. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, wait, what is going on? Because it feels choppy if you're not taking in the visual information yes. they're also giving you. Yeah. And- it's like watching a movie. Sometimes like a way to think about it is – just like you wouldn't want to watch a movie without with your eyes closed you need to you need to you need to read the pictures too okay so there could be detail i'm looking for in the imagery that's going to be will provide the appropriate clues to what you may learn later on uh, correct got it. Okay. correct so the the thing that's interesting is and and i was glad that you brought in the the um, the comparison to movies before Dave, mm-hmm. because what the art, a lot of the time, the artist's job is to serve as serve essentially as the director. So the writer is, you know, obviously the writer, um, but the, but the artist has to, has to do all of the, um, you know, all the, the shot staging, all the, the, the the direction for for characters everything and and through through his or her pencil um or electronic means also is um also is essentially functioning as the actor as well mm-hmm. yeah with subtle face facial mm-hmm. but it's not movement though so that's hard too it's like a still shot 
how somebody's feelings are based on this image you're seeing. Yep. And, and what's interesting is, is where people learn how to convey, how, how to, how to creatively convey movement, um, in different ways, um, as they are, are developing their art. Hmm. Okay. So. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. So I, is there anything else, Deb, is there anything in the medium that we need to discuss before we dig in a little bit more into this particular story? Yeah. I mean, I, everything I had, we've talked okay. about already. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Still confused here, but you know, <laughs> I, I, I'm willing to move ahead and, and just approach the story. So, well, I'm yeah, sorry. I did not get us a book with a discussion guide. Okay. That's thank you. All right. My quick summary of the book, Deb, just, you know, you need a lot of drugs to follow what's going on right here. That's it. You need a lot of very powerful psychedelics to know what's happening here. That's all I'm going to say. All right. Uh, the, but uh, all right. And so of course I naturally jumped to, this is hard. I, I don't, I don't want to spoil too much, right? We're going to do our best to tell enough, but not too much. Well, I mean, I think that we are, you know, we're going to say, Hey, these first, the, the issues that comprise this volume, they've been out for, they've been collectively been out okay. for well over six months. So okay. we're fine. Okay. And if you really don't want to know, like hit pause right now, read yeah. and come back. Yes. Go buy it with the link. Yeah. That we in provide in the show notes. I see what you're going with that, Aaron. Well done. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what I did. Aaron, Aaron just commercialized this episode. Well done, Aaron. <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> so, okay. All right. All right. Fine. All right. We're, we're, let's go there then. Um, okay. Uh, man all right so they're oh. in the future a hundred years or however much longer right in the mm -hmm. that, that once they enter the united states this new version of it okay wait sorry the hundred years is within the united states has fast forwarded a hundred years yes and outside it's been 30. 30. Okay. okay yes yeah so i keep getting that mixed up there's quite a lot of evolution in this pandemic that's happened in that zone. That's all I'm going to say. Yes. All right. Without digging yeah. into that uh, too much, I'm just saying there's, you know, animals and sea creatures do some different things mm -hmm. in this particular uh, that is true. Uh, story. Yeah. Yeah. That is true. Um, meaning uh, uh, fish on land moving. Yes. So that's, that, that got me right there. I'm like, really early on what I'm is like, happening what yeah, is what that is going on i know yeah. that's why i thought hmm you're right i i they did not give me the appropriate drugs to go with this <laughs> this one that's there you go well remember dystopian nightmare so um but that's part of the mystery of, of this is that yes. how is and why out, yeah exactly how how did this happen why what is going on and how so, is it possible it's different within the same planet yes right. We, we will learn that, I presume, more about that as this series goes on. That's my understanding, is that, that throughout, the, throughout the rest of the series, um, each one, I think each one is supposed to be visiting a different quadrant, and all of them are supposed to be different from each other. Okay. So, is, um, and here's the thing. Since Robert Kirkman's behind this. Well, he's not, um, though. I, he just is part of the company. 
but hold on here. Hold on here. I know he's part of the company. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got, I've got, I got some beef with Robert Kirkman. All right. Okay. But it has nothing to do with this book. It has nothing to do with this book, it, yeah. but it could have something to do with this book because with the walking dead, even though I've not read any of the uh, graphic mm-hmm. novels, um, the show just will never end. I don't understand. The show is you... ending though. Yeah. But I, my point is it should have ended like seven episodes ago. Sure. If you really wanted like a good story arc. You know what I mean? Instead, mm-hmm. it's just come on, you know, mm-hmm. seven episodes, maybe like four or five ago. I would say that. Okay. I, I gave up on it because whenever you do, I mean, that's why the less is more is important. And if you like, my, my question is, does he does mr snyder and the other guy soleil i don't know you say soul do you think he truly knows where this is going like do they know the end game yeah like lost i don't believe oh. they knew every single thing about what no they were making that up as they went along for sure um i would say based on what i know of these two's approach to writing they have an end that they're working to in mind they have a specific so. story that they want to tell. Yeah, um, that's just the type of that's just the type of writers both of them are. Okay. And I mean, Scott Snyder, he when he does superhero stuff, he does like weird Gonzo adventure yeah. stories that make no sense, um, but are really fun sometimes. Okay. So my question is, within this kind of particular universe that's created, if I knew. Uh, there were three volumes in this entire series or whatever you call it. Mm-hmm. I actually would make me happy because I want to know where I am in the story, right? It's why I can't. I, yeah, I, need I thought we were half. I thought we were halfway. I was, I was like, oh be. yeah, I can pre-order volume two, then we're done. Yeah, but now well, and, we might not be. Well, presumably, because the last so seven through twelve came out from August through through like three weeks ago. I wonder if they felt like, oh man, this pandemic totally stole our thunder. Nah. I mean, cause the they're first issue about came a... out before. Yeah, I know. But yeah. for people catching after the fact, yeah, I would be annoyed at the pandemic. Yeah. Mm. At a minimum number at a minimum volume two is at least the conclusion of, of a second act. Hmm. Okay. All right. At a minimum. It may be the conclusion to the whole thing. Once we get it, we will know have a better idea though. Like you're saying if it's every quadrant, potentially. We'll know how many in But I get the commercial appeal of wanting to continue it on. Trust me. I mean, that's what Kirkman has Mm -hmm. has done to us. But uh but I just but uh, Deb, I'm I'm rolling a hone in on this. I just want to know where we are in the story. That's it. Yes. It, that's what bothers me. It's when it goes on forever and then they want to craft all these other storylines that go out. Like, I mean, that's fine. If I know that's what it is and fair enough, you know, yes. like take me on this, take me to other places in this universe. And, you know, for better or worse, the way Star Wars is gone, you break it apart in some different pieces. I'm not saying, I, I don't want to get too much into that. I'm just saying at least it's digestible for your average idiot like me. So um, that is the theme, by the way. I already know what you're going to title this. Uh, no, but, uh, we, you, well, that's true. It's in our, it's in the title of our of our show meeting today. Thank you, thank you, thank you. There yeah, you we're go. not doing anything about Dave being an idiot. That's yeah. not kind. All right, 
another question. I've noticed that, all right, this was $10 to buy, uh-huh. which I'm grateful. I like $10. That's a good price for me. All right. Mm-hmm. The, next the next one is more. It's yes, $16.99. It is. is that because it's just new? No, it's um, what be larger. No, that's actually a strategy that Image has with their with their collected editions. Sure. Like this is is they will introduce people to a storyline with a with a low cost entry. Hook you in. Yep. So will volume three, if there is one, be even more? No. Okay. No, it'll be between. I mean, unless unless they have a uh, just a fixed cost price increase, so like. Paper yeah. prices go up, printing Which is goes possible. up. It's always possible. Um, Especially right now. This is true. Wood this costs a lot. And paper comes from wood, so. This is true. <laughs> oh, okay. So here's what I can I can tell. At least through May, there does not appear to be any plan um, for any additional um release any additional releases for so, this particular series how do you know that like I'm you looking just have at images sources web- oh okay. yeah i'm looking at <laughs> images website and they show you what they're putting out mm-hmm. okay yep i really appreciate their timeline to me that's how i i think i really i thoroughly enjoyed these two pages at the end of it there's yeah. a timeline that leads into the walling or the ceiling of yes. the united states that was helpful uh, to me being in Texas, the part about the cascading power grid failure made me laugh. Yeah, sorry about we that. Ha- Deb, I know. We never lost power, but I was just like, oh my goodness, this just feels so. Yeah, I don't know. It was really screwy how our entire neighborhood was good. But there are yeah. lots of people who apparently mm-hmm. were four, four minutes away from the whole state yeah. going down for weeks and months. Yeah. Oof. I don't know. But it just, that with this also, again, like we talked about earlier, the pandemic. The lockdown it just felt very too real yeah with the element of the fish on land extremely not real so it was very yes. yeah i don't know how to take which it. just says says had the uh, power gone out entirely in texas yeah. we would have fish on land in 30 maybe. years maybe yeah. cool now if, they if the had... power had gone out i wouldn't be talking to y'all right now that's true that's right that's right <laughs> that's it was true gone Good for point. the next month. We have to postpone this, uh, <sighs> uh, this lovely episode. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like they could have given me a little nod to seeing like Tina Turner from Thunderdome in here somewhere. I feel like that would have that would have done well for me. All right, I get that. I get that. But you could uh, you could imagine yourself as Tina Turner in this. Absolutely, absolutely. She's got some pretty awesome outfits in that, and I think it's time. Now we're we're almost a year from uh, our, our own version of a ceiling right of uh, of the of the united states the world everything right and that's true march, march 8th is that what happened march 11th mm-hmm. last something year something like that yeah the nba yeah. shut down and everything went quiet i know i still remember getting the getting the text to go in and that was saying hey so you're gonna be working from home for the at least however long it's gonna be Mm-hmm. And uh, a weird, year later, weird here we days. Are. Yeah. At least uh, our eyes aren't bleeding blue. Yes. <laughs> a sky sky virus. Yeah. Is it called yeah. that because of the color? Yes. Is that okay? I don't know about that. Mm. <laughs> Another thing that uh, 
this is specific to this story mm-hmm. that I just found did not help me with understanding. It made it more confusing. One of the main characters goes by three different names or is referred mm-hmm. to three different names. Okay. Charlotte, Dr. Graves, Lottie. It took me a while to realize Lottie was the nickname for Charlotte, and they're all mm-hmm. talking to the same person. So things like that, I don't know if that would have been better to understand if the words are all together in paragraphs like I'm used to. I, don't, mm-hmm. I was just surprised. I was like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. That's confusing. By the way, this whole title is a good lead in to our guest for next week, right, uh, Aaron? Yes, absolutely it is. Because... When, when I searched uh, uh, for Undiscovered Country, a uh, few more books down is Len Inger. Also That's right. Lay Fingers brother. So we're going to have him do uh, talk about his writing. So, uh, which of, of the, his three novels, that's the one I haven't read. And <laughs> so you need to I, quickly I need to jump on that. Yeah. I know. I'll try. I'll definitely try. Yeah. Um, all right so Deb, what, like at the end of the day Deb, how do you feel are you gonna you're gonna buy this you got your pre-order the pre-ordered next the volume yeah you're gonna go i went ahead it. tomorrow i think my copy of long halloween shows up oh nice so based you. on last week's conversation i am a big batman fan just nice. in general i don't i guess i grew up with the adam west stuff mm-hmm. so i've always <laughs> appreciated adam uh batman um yeah, so I'm gonna give it's that a try. It's very not Adam West. I, I will. Well, tell you no, that. I realize that. I loved The Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's me nerding out a little bit. I participated at a RPG, got some free tickets to a preview that I won to see that before the rest of the world. And yeah, nice. we. I was in Chicago while they were taping. Watched some of the it, Gotham SWAT vehicles drive by and such. So I'm I'm in on Batman. So I'll give that a try. Nice. Beyond that. I don't know. Okay. I mean, I like mysteries, so that's I would maybe seek out some mystery ones, maybe. Cool. Cool. Well, that's good though. I mean, here's what I think you'll find. I think you'll find with um Long Halloween, you'll probably find it a little easier to follow in terms oh, of good. in terms of how the structure is. Plus, I probably know most of the characters already, which helps. Doesn't hurt. Mm. So, I mean, I, yeah, I hadn't heard that one. So, come on, Dave. Long Halloween. It's Batman. Yeah. Okay. All right. Got gotcha. See, right. Dave was like, I'm not doing superheroes. He said, no superheroes. Really? That's right. I had forgotten that. Well, why I'm, are you anti superhero? Uh, I, well, I just, I, I'm not anti. <laughs> I love the movies. I, I, I think, like, why, why shouldn't I just wait for the movies? I don't yeah, know. I, I don't love the movies. I, Sometimes when I don't know if it's having kids now, I've become a little sensitive to extreme intensity of like emergency situations. I, so I just it. saw yeah. Infinity Wars just like a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And that was a little too much for me. Too much. But, okay. All right. Yeah. All right. But like paper, I can I can set it down. I can walk mm-hmm. away. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Well, I'll do. I'll do, give you kind of my final. Uh, hmm. Will I order the next one? I am curious to see where this goes. I, mm-hmm. So my curiosity will probably be the thing that gets me to. I don't know if I would physically go down the street and try and find it. These would be hard. You'd have to go to a, a comic book store. If you didn't want to wait f- until April, you would have to. You'd have to go to the comic book store. 
Okay. To get gotcha. the individual issues. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. I see. What you, okay. Got it. The individual. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Got it. And I know yeah. you said it before, Deb, but I, I just want to make sure. Okay. Sorry. No, it's, re it's really confusing. There's got to be a better. I mean, it's like you're either in like Aaron and know all about it or you're on the outside going, I don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. Well, long Halloween is probably a better uh, is probably a safer in safer intro. Um, was, it, was it Brandon Smith? Yep. You had him as a guest. He recommended that a couple weeks back or I don't even know. I did yep. last week. So I stuck it in my cart. Yep. It's a good decision. We'll see. Okay. I Dave, do think you can go to McKay's and get it. Um, I can, can't I? Mm -hmm. Um, okay. Do they only have one location? I I hear only you guys talking about McKay's. Are they just no. in your area? No, uh, they've got four or five different locations. They got a couple in North Carolina and three in the three in Tennessee. So all not Texas. Correct. We have half prices. The original half price is down the street. We have half price here. Yes. Yeah. As well. That's I think. Newer, though. Yeah. I'm yeah, not impressed with half price. You can have a book for. I'm not. Go ahead. Well, I mean, they're cheaper than new, but yes. Yeah. You, you can get a, uh, if you're looking for, I, I, I should say, something that still looks new. I mean, it's they're, they're technically new books. I mean, they, they should not be damaged. They shouldn't mm -hmm. be. Although they will price down some things, but their whole idea is like, yeah, you're literally playing book. half. Yes. Yeah. No, I mean, I they do have. There. Yeah, I have a, I have a birthday gift card to go use there, and about two boxes of books to take. I just, you know, pandemic. Yep. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's never been busy when I've gone in half price. That I've been there. Yeah, just masked up and gone. Yeah, gone through. I guess I haven't been there in over a year. Wow. weird out there's a world out there you never know maybe i really don't go anywhere i really don't years in the future you know when you uh go to half price books maybe it's a little microcosm of that well how, how long does the vaccine take to work i'm getting my second dose tonight so i should be like here on out good right well we know what maybe. you're gonna look like after you get that <laughs> vaccine. turn blue okay yeah yeah that wasn't oh. the vaccine the vaccine at the <sighs> end is at the end <laughs> okay all right yeah, I'm not sure what's going on here at the end, but it's there's a there's a, I mean it looks like they're on a magic railroad, uh, you know, at the end here. I don't know what's going on. Come on, it is. It's got the golden spike. That's U.S. history, Dave. Don't you like I U.S. Know, history? I, I do, and I, I I picked up on a lot of these, which I thought was which was pretty cool. You know, I mean, I was I would I I I like all this like Patrick Henry, give me liberty, give me death. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep uh it was kind of funny uh the uncle like, sam yes he, you know we want you yes yeah he's a, he's creepy and i like him you know so there you um, go so there's a there's something you enjoyed in in the book dave yes. you enjoyed one, creepy uncle sam that one right there yes mm. yeah exactly yeah this all right by the way even though i know our listeners can't see it like when i first saw this Mm -hmm. I was like, what is going on? This is like the weirdest scene happening. And it's a bunch of basically when they're first confronted by the um, uh, sea creatures on land. Mm -hmm. And uh, they're surrounded by them more or less. Ill-tempered so, yeah. mutated sea bass. Yeah. <laughs> Are they ill-tempered? 
They they just need a freaking laser beam on their head. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much what it is. Doctor Evil's dreams have come true. Yes. Uh, that that's what this is. Yes, and it's even more terrifying than he could imagine. Yes. Yes, I like it. Oh man, crazy. Okay. That's right. All right. I I. Uh, Okay, so Deb is taking a stand. Uh, she, she's in, uh, it sounds like. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't go that far. Well, I mean, you're she's going to try. She's going to try and Maybe. keep going. I'm not going to completely throw it out the window yet. I, I get a beyond. Wow. Effect. That's All right, okay. Faint praise That's right there. <laughs> I mean, I also I have two little boys, and so the mom teacher in me is like, I'm trying to get ahead of the yeah. whatever might happen. I don't know. I'm feeling a little hoodwinked by this new price that surprised me. All right. <laughs> it just, I thought, oh, they're all 10 bucks. Well, that's easy. You know, that's, that's a lot easier to throw 10 bucks down. No, oh, throw 16.99 at me. I see how it is. Okay. All right. Well, I feel similar in the idea of what I thought volume two was the end. That's why I was like, oh, a little more expensive for volume two. Okay. But wait, yes. there might be more. Mm-hmm. That feels yeah. like trickery. Yeah, and it's going to be, oh, it's $25 next. Oh, you know. and Supply and demand. Yeah, the supply it. chain's down. Got it. That, that's base, That's why we get sucked into all these series on Netflix and so on. Like, I get it. It's just crazy. <sighs> I know. Terrible, terrible. It is nice. I mean, it is nice to find a series that one enjoys. Qualifying it with, for me, this may not be it. But just in general, like, that is one of the best yeah. things when it comes you reading mm -hmm. yeah i mean prior to hearing y'all's podcast i did not know there was this is so dumb i didn't know there were good books out there i thought yeah. i'd read everything like that i was aware of yeah and then my friend Anne, and the marketeer on twitter yeah um she had told me about your podcast and so i started listening and all of a sudden i had all of these new books to read i'm like whoa mm -hmm. so it's been a renaissance, renaissance of reading. I, I really, I mean, I, I tell her this, like, this is, this is, yes, there's a, this is more or less a different book club, but I do read much more widely than I did on day one during the podcast, by far. And, and this is, this is another example. I would never have touched a graphic novel had it been for the challenge. All right. So thank you listeners for the challenge. Thank you, Aaron. Thank you. Anytime. Deb. Thanks for finding a semi-interesting non-zombie yeah. Superman, superhero, whatever graphic I mean, novel. It's I, kind of zombie-esque. Kind of. Let's call it. Maybe. I, I mean, I don't know. There's no spoiler alert. Nobody's brain has been eaten yet. That's true. So that's yet. like my line of zombieism. Wait yes. for like, the $50 version volume four. All right. right. We'll get no, that's not that happens. Happen. Yeah. Then this will be like lost where you yeah. start like paying attention and then it goes. Yeah. Uh, I don't think we've got a lost on our hands here. I hope not. So, um, and Dave, to your point on, um, uh, on walking dead, although I did not read the book, um, because not a zombie Obvious. fan, Kirkman did a much better job. Surprise managed to surprise some people pretty well with um uh with his series there because okay. he surprised everyone out of the blue by ending it huh and no one knew it was coming hmm really yeah a couple of years ago he was just like 
surprise, this is the last issue. Hmm. Well, yeah, I can imagine you get to a point where you're like, okay, this is it. But still, how intentional was that? Uh, it was pretty hmm. intentional on his part because, I mean, it's his book, so he can do what yeah. he wants. Yeah. And he could have been like, I'm going to keep riding this gravy train, you know, to retirement. Yes. But he also um, was like, I he's like, or he's been told story's done. Yeah. Uh, you know, oh. one other, one other thing on graphic novels. So just in general, my husband is not much of a book reader. He's an audiobook listener occasionally, but he's very visual. And so I was about three or four pages in. I was like, Hey, I, he's, I'm, 90% sure he will read this. Nice. So he probably will like it more than you mm-hmm. and I, Dave. Okay. Combined. Because he, he really, yeah, because he's like super, super visual into stuff. Okay. Gotcha. gotcha. So I get how it's for God made us all different, right? Yep. I <laughs> Thanks for bringing it home there. Yeah. <laughs> there Theological bow. Well done. Better words well now, done. But I know. I feel convicted. Thank you. I know. You're right. <laughs> well, no, that's supposed to be own who you are. Like God made no. you not to like graphic novels, and that's okay, Dave. I prefer to judge. Thank you. That's just a much more comfortable place to my heart. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I can't, by the way, I know. Yeah, cats, cats out of the bag, you know, since me. Uh, I really, I've been giving you guys so much grief just about, I've actually been always very curious to look at the, uh, the, I said genre again. Uh, the, the medium. medium. <laughs> I just would never know how to start, you know, and yeah. I, I, I do appreciate the guidance from the listeners as well as uh, Aaron for leading in this. Um, I'll give you my final thing. Like, I don't, I, I just, uh, I am very distracted. It was just hard for me to pay attention. So I don't know if it's for me long-term, but I would be willing to dabble in it uh, uh, with a new series. So if there are other series, you say, Dave, give it a try again. You may like this. I'm I'm open to it. And I I probably will get volume two because I love you guys. Well, there we um, go. There you go. I don't know when I will press order, but I will try. All right, there you go. Perfect. <laughs> All right. Well, isn't it great that we're all better people at the end of this? We're not. Are we better people? Are we? Not, not really. No, I, okay. feel, I feel better. And well, I think you guys might be better hey. people than me. So, I mean, there is definitely more content and language than yeah. uh, what I normally read. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I, I, that's I true. Know. But there were, but there was not as much grit as some of the other choices that we had to veto. So. Oh, that I I absolutely believe that. Yeah. Yep. So. So. Better maybe, people for trying something new. Sure. That's right. So Dave, maybe we'll find uh, maybe we'll find something that uh, you won't have to um, you know get called up for the elder before the elders if your kids end up accidentally reading. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah, I know. Well, you know, of course, I have this out. And, you know, one of my uh, girls really enjoy, actually, they both do. They've enjoyed graphic novels for their age. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so um, they were curious. And I said, yeah, it's a little weird. I don't know if you, <laughs> I don't know if this is for you. Uh, actually, it's not for you. But I don't even know how to explain it. Anyways, I could, <laughs> even if you were allowed to read this, I don't know if I would endorse it because I don't know what's going on yet. I remember telling you. I said, it's just kind of a little bizarre, but I'm curious to see where it goes. So there you go. I, yeah, my, I have one reader of my children. We mm-hmm. have a new reader. 
And he's in that stage of like, I'm going to try and sound out every single letter and word I see. And so it was like, you are not even going to know this exists because I don't want to hear you practicing your phonics <laughs> on some of the <laughs> words here. So I had to make sure they were in bed and I read it <laughs> later. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, if he starts talking about a sky virus, you. you oh you know. no! <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh! All right. Yeah. What else are we reading right now? So we gave our preview to Lynn Anger for next week. Mm -hmm. um, I'm finishing up American Gospel right now. His latest book from last last year, last fall, right? Uh, um, so mm -hmm. I'm excited for us to talk about that. Um, what else? Deb, tell us about your reading. I just finished Saving My Assassin. I, I don't know if I heard about that from y'all. It's about a gal who is was living in Romania at the time of communism. Yeah. And just her experience. And she actually lives here in the States now. She goes to my church. Um, and she's a lawyer. And just kind of her experience with religious liberties and lack thereof mm -hmm. and things like that is really interesting. Her That's memoir. really cool. It sounds cool. I like I'd that. recommend it. Yeah. Cool. Nice. Virginia nice. Pradan is her name. Okay. All right. Excellent. I like it. Aaron, what do you got? Uh, I am uh, working my way through Gentle and Lowly by Dane Ortland. You're still gently and lowly. It's a slow, it's a slow read. It. Yeah. It doesn't strike me as in a, a good way. Read. Yeah. Yeah. In a good way because it is because it's, it's a book that you want to spend time in. So, and it's been a while since I've had a book that I've wanted to spend time in, especially in the, the Christian living space. Um, so, and that's not a shot at um, any of the books in the Christian living space. It's just that a lot of them are not meant to be slowly consumed. Yeah. So, yeah, I got yeah. you. All right. Well, give us a full report when you're done. All, All right. 2022. A <laughs> hundred years in the future. Yes. Right. It's twenty two twenty two. In an alternate world. Twenty one twenty one twenty two. No, we're gonna go twenty two twenty two. Two hundred years. Yeah, that's right. Oh wow. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I don't know what's going on. You're right. I mean dead. we'd probably all be dead by then. So heaven, you know. Yeah. You're about it then. If I'm if I'm not done done by the time by the time I'm standing before the Lord, then there's a problem. So <laughs> I'm just doing the math. I don't. I mean, they say the next person who's going to live extra number of years is alive already, but it's not going to be me. That's right. <laughs> I, I yeah. You know, I'm curious. You know, I'd like to uh, be alive to see like a man walk on Mars, for example. But at the same time, I don't think it's going to be as cool as Matt Damon. So um, <laughs> I'm just going to say. I think it's going to be pretty boring, actually. Really boring. So mm. that's all right. I'll be like, okay, Lord, I'm ready. Let's go. I'm done. Done here. Nothing to see. Let's go. <laughs> that's all I got. That's it. Nice. I like it. Well, on that note, Deb, thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks this was for a lot inviting of fun. me. It was fun. Thank uh, you. Anytime. So, all right, Dave, pleasure as always. Miss your cat room. I guess I'm not in the cat room today, so that's nope. good. Yes, nope. my dog. But it looks like you got a haircut. Uh, I was wearing a hat like oh. uh, an hour ago, so it's kind of all padded down. What's okay. left is just compacted. It's all basically right. 
Yeah. Okay. How did go. your how did your family react to the poll and the discussions over the last few days? Uh, the poll and the discussions. What do you mean about your haircut? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, they they uh, they uh, they want me to keep it the same. Sorry, cool. they're they're not. They don't they don't like that type of change. So uh, I, I threatened the whole shaving thing, but it really. I'm looking on camera right now. People, y'all can't see, but there's not a lot going on anyways. So even if I shaved it, it'd be like, what? What happened? <laughs> Nothing. So, yeah. So, I know. By the way, uh, I did smile. You know, one of my, my one of my favorite Twitter accounts is The Last Blockbuster. And uh, <laughs> so her tweet this morning or last night was <laughs> movie fact. Bruce Willis is the baldest <laughs> actor in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> that's all it was oh always brings me joy sorry always does i know all right happy friday happy, happy friday everybody. all right and happy friday on happy monday monday yeah. yeah that's right happy monday yeah that's right <laughs> all right well guys thanks again you know you all know what to do five star ratings reviews all around and tell your friends to This is an area code podcast.